After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them out two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Okay, so he puts 70 people together and sends them out before Jesus gets there. Verse 2, then he said to them, the harvest truly is great and the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest field. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money bag, knapsack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the way. But whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon it. If not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking, such things as they give, for the labor is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. This is part of the reading of our reading the Advent scriptures in the book of Luke in reverse. In our first Advent count, candle was the cross. Remember the Sunday we had communion and, and God orchestrated that communion because I don't have communion at this time of year, usually. Maybe in the last 15 years there was one Christmas or maybe one candlelight service, but it's not a everything. And uh, Barbie had got the word from God on Saturday, go to church Sunday morning, have communion. She said, okay. The communion table was out here in the center. The communion wasn't there. I had it over here. She walked in and seen it wasn't on the communion table. She said, well, God, it must have just been me. She turned her head and saw it over here. She said, okay, God, I know it was you. You know, so that was exciting. So the cross, the first candle is the cross. The, the second candle, we talked about the light and talked about darkness. And the Lord just keeps showing me the fact that people outside the realm of safety, being not under the blood of Jesus, they're in darkness. Jonathan, you go to school. Jonathan, get up here and get a microphone. Jonathan goes to school every day, and he deals with a lot of kids that's in total darkness. Okay, I'll share the mic. Come on up here. I'll, I'll hand it to you. Okay, that's good. We're good. Okay. Okay, so he goes to school, and something really special happened to him this week. And so collect your thoughts. I'm going to give you a minute, okay? So, okay, we got the cross. we got the light, the gospel light going forth, all right? And today, miraculous miracles, miracle healing. When you read your reading this week, you're going to hear about miracle healing. I am convinced that God is going to do great things with each one of you here. This is the holiday season. Live out the light of the gospel with people. Live out the light of the gospel. Come and sit down, guys. Reinhard Bunke, the greatest evangelist that Africa's ever seen. I, I had to read this article a couple different times. I've heard of Reinhard Monkey through the years. I've not followed his ministry, but he preached a, a five days of, of services, and millions of people heard him. In those five-day services, one million people accepted Christ in Africa, and they have the card that says, I have accepted Christ. Will you please follow up on me? One million cards, fellowship. You know, so it's not just evangelistically speaking. He passed away. Last week, Billy Graham passed away. 
God is fixing to use the body of Christ to be the catalyst that brings the next revival. The souls being saved. And, and God is orchestrating Washington, D.C., whether you like it or not, I don't care. God's orchestrating Washington, D.C. to eliminate abortion and, and to give us freedom. Now, you know, if you want to talk about Christian persecution, you've all experienced it this morning. Every one of you was persecuted for righteousness' sake today. You say, Pastor, what are you talking about? How many of you seen snow plows and salt trucks out this morning? One. This this is the greatest business in the world right here, church business, because what we pray stops the evil in the world. When we pray, it illuminates the ability to make dollars. And, and so we are persecuted because we're Christians. The, the business person, if they don't have salt on the road tomorrow and they're going to work, man, heads roll. And so just understand that that's part of life. And praise God, we're living for Jesus. Amen? So the first candle, the cross. Second candle, the gospel light. The third candle, miraculous healings, miracle healings. This young man has been teaching school. Tell us where you're teaching school. Tell us about your event at teaching school with a special student and a teacher. I'm at Smith Hill Middle School, and um, I'll speak loud. <laughs> I'm at Smith Hill Middle School teaching the LA class, and uh, they had a half day, I think, on Wednesday, so we had meetings and trainings all day that, that Wednesday. Well, the rest of that, after that, the kids left for a half day. And I met a teacher who's leading the ELA team uh, for sixth grade, and everyone was together, and I mean, it was a all the teachers and faculty and staff were there and everyone was kind of sharing about the problems that were that happened in the, in the classrooms and how to settle the kids down and stuff like that. And one teacher goes, well, one thing I do is I play worship music and, you know, when, when they first walk in and she said it a lot, but that's the same. I, I do the same thing, you know, um, sometimes when they, when they're walking in, I'll just leave it playing and, and stuff like that. Soft worship music, sometimes it's just instrumental. And um, but she told everybody in the faculty staff and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool that she, you know, she said that out loud. Well, I went back and had a, a talk with her because she had to train me on some stuff. And and uh, and I saw Dakota in her classroom and I was like, oh, yeah, Dakota in the classroom. She was like, yeah, she was. Like, oh, he's one of my best students. She's like, Dakota is here in the children's ministry. Brother Kurt knows him more than I would. But uh, I mean, he's a bright star in that class. She was like, he he's a great student, great example student. I said, really? She goes, yeah. She goes, well, she was always, well, the, and she was playing it when I was in her classroom. She was like, the worship music I'm playing right now, Dakota taught me about that. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, really? She was like, yeah, she, he tells me a lot. <coughs> she said sometimes he'll share stuff in the classroom and from his uh, church and stuff like that. And I was like, really? She goes, yeah. And I was just blown away by it. <laughs> I was just blown away by that, like, like wow, like she went out and told the whole faculty and staff that she's played work, but who knows what God can do that? But that started from Dakota just teaching her something about worship music. You know, told the whole faculty and staff, you know, over 80 plus staff, and from one student, you know, from from that encouragement. So, you know, like you said, God is raising up a raiment. You know, as one passes, they keep coming. So we believe that for all of them. 
um, we believe that for every single for, uh, one of y'all here, man, this, you know, it only takes just to be in the light, and that's all it is. Amen. Amen. That was good. That was that encouraged. Praise God. That that encouraged me. It encouraged me a lot. I mean, I. Yeah, I told her. Yeah, I said, well, he goes my car. She was like, really? I go, yeah, I'm the you pastor there, and we have a church. We got a. I told her about the Christmas thing. She said she goes to Evangel. Started going to Evangel, but um, yeah, she was yeah, and she was like, I love Dakota, but that was encouraging. That was that was just really encouraging. That was extremely encouraging. Amen. That was good. What you want me to do? <laughs> you want me to pray over them? You want to pray over these kids? Let's pray over these kids. Um, um, come on, y'all can come up here. Come on. All y'all can come up here. Um, and we just want to encourage y'all that y'all can be lights wherever you guys are. Your sports team, um, wherever you guys are. And you guys don't have to be ashamed of that, you know. Especially the ones that see me in the hallways. You know I got your back. You know I got your back. Um, if you have any problems and stuff like that. Denise, where you back there? Let's just pray over them. Reach our hands forward towards them. We just want to pray uh, that God would just raise them up and use them. Um, God, we just thank you right now, Father God. We just thank you, Lord. God, we rebuke the enemy, Lord God, in his ways and effects and his schemes, Lord God, against um, depression or anxiety, Lord God, or or drug use, Lord God, whatever he's trying to use, Lord God, for this generation, God, whether it's social media, whether it's games, Lord God, not that it's evil, Lord God, but, Father, how we can misuse these things, Lord God, that you bless us with. And so, God, we rebuke the enemy, Lord God, and his manip- uh, manip- uh, manipulative tactics, Lord God, to uh, try to uh, distract, Lord God, and, and, and to mo- uh, move the calling that you have on each one of these kids' lives here, Lord God, and all our children here, Lord God, um, that attend this church, and even the ones that may not be going still, Lord God, but have came here when they were little, Lord God, and running away from the call that you have on their life, Father God, through the ministry that Liz has had going, through Curtis's ministry, through Pastor Denny, through all this church family, even before I got here, Lord God, and before them, God, you have had calls on these kids' life, Lord God, for this generation, Lord God, that you are raising up, Lord God, a holy young raiment, Lord God, who are using all these ways that the enemy thinks he can use for sin. God, they can use, Lord God, for holy ways, Lord God, through their games and through the social media and through their schools, Lord God, to get the light of the gospel out, Lord God, so that sinners can be saved. For those who are blind can see, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. God, just students, Lord God, encouraging teachers, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the power of the truth that you have given us because it is the truth. So, God, we thank you, God, and we pray protection, Lord God. And we just pray, Lord God, for your special, Lord God, anointing every each and every one here standing here, Lord God, that they would just devote themselves to you and know, Lord God, that they can lean on you, physically lean and trust you and in your word, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. We just pray uh, through their studies and testing this week, Lord God, that it wouldn't discourage them, even if we get a a bad grade. But know, God, that you're helping us improve, that you can help us with everything. God, you care about the the little minute things, Lord God, that we have in life. So we pray that that you would help them and assist them to bring to remembrance all the things that they study for this test, Lord God. Bring it to their remembrance, Lord God. We just thank you and we praise you, Father God, for who you are and for what you're doing and what you're going to do to each and every kid here. That's through this ministry, Lord God, and even around the world, Lord God, in Evangel and any other church family, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you're raising up a special, dedicated, holy, sold out, making Jesus famous generation, Lord God. 
We thank you for who you are and what you're doing, Lord God. Even though we get discouraged by the stuff that we see, God, you're doing something, Lord God. And instead of looking on the negative, Lord God, and looking at what the enemy's doing, we ought to focus on what you are doing through these children, Father God. Because they belong to you, Father God. And we thank you, God, that you, and the word, and God, that you said in the last days that you'll pour out your spirit, Father God. That old men will dream dreams, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you. We thank you and we praise you, God. We thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. It's uh, from First Timothy, First Timothy chapter six. I think it's verse fifth, uh, verse. It starts at verse eleven, and it goes to thirteen. It says, "But as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness." But verse twelve is what's been sticking out to me lately, and I've been sharing with other guys and. And I've been sharing with people every time I get to talk to. Um, it's been verse 12 that's just been sticking in my mind. It's uh, verse 12, and it says, fight the good fight of the faith. And it says, take hold of eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. And I've just been dwelling on that scripture um, where he says, fight the good fight. He's talking to somebody who's already saved. Um but what I was thinking about is about how many times the enemy comes in and tries to discourage us and to make it seem like we ought to be ashamed of our fight. How he tried to make he makes us ashamed of what we struggle with eternally or what, whether in our marriage and our finances, whatever we may be struggling with. I feel like the enemy tries to cause us depression and anxiety and try to make us feel bad about what we fight against to just strive in holiness. You know, and I deal with that with myself with, you know, sometimes with thoughts and, and stuff like that or things that I've dealt with through my upbringing um, and even with my and even, you know, with, with us two and me and Lisa. But I think the enemy tries to do that, um, tries to make us feel like, you know, we ought to be ashamed of what we struggle with. And I think that's just the lie from the pit of hell. I really think I really believe it is because he says fight the good fight of the faith. And, you know, and you guys know me, some of my upbringing. Um, I mean, well, not my upbringing, but some of my background is, is dealing with mixed martial arts. So I love fighting. So I thought about me fighting and I thought, you know, I never got into a ring or got into a match with somebody given my all. And, and, and maybe I'll lose that fight. But if I've given my all, I've never heard a trainer come to me and say, you did horrible. I've, when I when he's when a trainer knows me that he's been training me and knows that I've done what I can to try to win that match, even though I've took that loss, he'll still say, man, you fought a good fight. But and I'm thinking to myself, that's exactly how it is with us. You know, even though we may lose some daily battles with certain things and certain thoughts or some actions that we do. Right. with young people, I think the enemy tries to keep us down in that yes. defeat. But what we have to keep in mind, and this is this was a major thought, is that wait, I'm fighting a good fight in mind that I've already made the good confession. Am I, if I made the good confession, that means Jesus already won the battle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Because I already said you made the good confession. So Jesus already won the victory. So now I tell the enemy, not because of what I may struggle with or what I fall to, even though I may fall to this today. God has given me another chance tomorrow or within the next minute. As long as I repent to him and give my mind and submit my mind and my life to him, I, I make sure I repent. God has won the victory in my life. So I've just been having that scripture in my mind and I've been trying to encourage brothers because you don't know what people are dealing with. 
you know, or what we may be walking in shame. Something It might be something that we may be older and we did something years ago that we may be keeping guilty about. You know what I'm saying? That, that, but the enemy will do that to you, make you feel guilty and keep you in, 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 in bounds and chains from living the light of the gospel. So now we're not walking in victory, we're walking in shame. And I think there's a lot of Christians walking in shame. You know, that we just need to be brought feet and understand that we are you are fighting a good fight, but Jesus has already won the victory. So you have already run in victory, despite what struggles you may have. We all here for each other. Um, but amen. That's that's all I got. Amen. You want to pray? Father God, thank you for anointing my brother. God, he's already anointed. God, you have poured into him and he's pouring out. And Lord, we do take captive the thoughts of the enemy, our carnal flesh that tries to tear us down. Lord, every one of us fights the carnal flesh that, that has desires that are not pleasing to you. So God, help us to tear down every carnal flesh attitude through the blood of Jesus Christ. Every one of us. God, thank you for the challenge of the word today. And Lord, bless our trips home. And Lord Jesus, you have won the battle today. We've been anointed in here. We have seen people prayed for. We have seen the anointing of God. Lord, your word has gone forth. We are blessed beyond measure. Bless us as we travel. Keep us safe, O God. And Lord, may your anointing rest mightily on Wednesday service. On next Sunday, Lord, clear the roads. Make sure all the kids can be here. And may the glory of God go forward and go before us in Jesus' name. Everyone said? Amen. God bless you. Hold your tithe till next week. You can pay double or triple.